Welcome to episode 51 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. In this episode, Jake and I take on the topic of making decisions. Uh, sometimes we're faced with a lot of uh, information coming at us as leaders, and we have to make make the tough decisions sometimes. So in this episode, we, we go through that process and some things are involved in, in making decisions. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Pinnacle Leadership Advancement. Uh, Chad Albert here with my good buddy Jake. Jake, how's it going today? Good, good to be here. Good. Well, in this episode, we we're, we're, thought we'd dig into something. Uh, I th- we think dovetails good into what we've been talking about in, in the last few episodes. Um, kind of a lot of more relational things and um, taking action, fear of judgment, these kind of things. But as you look in, into your role as a, as a leader in an organization, it, you sometimes you're faced with making a decision, you know, picking a direction, that kind of stuff. And, and we thought we'd just talk through, uh, you know, what is in uh, making a decision, which is kind of what the title of this episode is, what's in a decision. Um, I think there's, there's a lot there, right? There's fears that come up. Uh, there's the unknown, maybe. Um, but there, we just thought it'd be some value to talk through. How do we how do we make a decision? Uh, anything you want to add on that as we get started, Jake? I don't think so. That uh, sounds like a good summary. Yeah, so, nothing to add there. Right. And even you know, as leaders in the work that we do, uh, coaching others, sometimes that's um, that's a really hard part for people to get to. Right? You're like, well. Wow, man, it's making a decision. There's a lot with a lot of fear in that. Uh, we, you know, some of these things we've talked about come into the decisions we make, the fear of judgment. You know, so, you know, for me, as we think about what get done, we've got to make a decision. Uh, that's where I, I think tra- kind of training and, and um, understanding of your core values, uh, the things we talk about a lot. Um, you know, say you're part of a team, really, really living and embodying that mission statement and those core, the core values of the organization. Uh, I think that's a big foundational tool to use in making these decisions. Because may, maybe we're faced with a new business opportunity. Um, we got to like look at that. Is that is it somebody we want to partner with? You know, is it is it just an opportunity to make money? Are those are those things in alignment with, with what we actually uh, stand to do? So for, for me, like in, in that, you know, as I'm making decisions of what I want to do, is it part of my mission, part of my values? I think that that's kind of first place for me to reflect on before I make a decision. Is this is this pertinent to what I do and in alignment with my values? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And uh as I was thinking about that, you you really touched on it, Chad, but sort of this know thyself. Um, even knowing my handicaps or my limitations or my uh, maybe even history, but how I might make decisions. For example, I know that I'm pretty action-oriented. And so if there's a decision that I'm faced with or need to make, I'm one that maybe doesn't like to sit in that decision-making process, I want to go. 
And so knowing that about myself, there um, certainly is some wisdom in, well, maybe I need to check with the team. Maybe I need to collaborate, get some other perspectives. Um, I think another type of person that makes a decision uh, may want to know all the facts and they may labor intensively over how to make this decision. And it may take them a long time to get off of the launching pad, as it were. So I think knowing how we show up to making, and we're talking about big decisions. We're not talking about, you know, should I go out to dinner tonight? But we're talking about like a strategic management decision, product oriented, you know, how do we make big decisions for our business? Um, so knowing those things about ourselves, I think is a huge uh, starting point for, you know, I labor over these decisions. I'm, I don't want to take six months with this. And so, you know, maybe I need to get some help to move into action quicker. Um, you know, I need to just trust myself and move forward where, you know, for me, I'm the type of person that's like, let's go. Um, I'm going to head off in the right direction from north to south. I know I need to go south. And if I need to move a little west or east as I move, as I'm going along, I can do that. But I'm pretty like, let's go forward. I know what direction not to go. So I'm going to sort of head off in this direction and then I'll, I'll find my way. And some people want to know that they got to go 277 degrees on the compass and it's going to be a straight line, right? It's very precise. Um, so yeah, just, I think as we have these big decisions to make, to, to really know ourselves and how we're showing up and then ways that other people or our team members or coworkers can really help us, um, kind of round out that picture uh, in terms of how we show up. You know, maybe it's somebody partnering with somebody that is really action oriented. If I'm not action oriented and going, okay, you know, help push me here. Let's, you know, we need to balance this out. Yeah. I know even as, as you're talking through that, it's such an important part of the team, right. To, to know yourself first, which is, you know, we talk, that's a lot of, you know, what pinnacle leadership about advancements about is is real engagement and and it does come from knowing yourself and um you, you know and as you are making these high level strategic decisions possibly at every level right we all have the highest level of where we're at um knowing you yourself is so key and and knowing where your your uh strengths are where your defaults are where you where you, your weaknesses are and who on the team can be the strength in your weakness. Um, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that, that uh, it's just such a big part of, of team building and to help in these decisions. If we, if we do know where, you know, where our lanes are, but, but where, where our, our co-pilot is, right. You know I mean? Okay. This is my lane, but where's my co-pilot? They might be in another lane, but they can be my navigator. <laughs> Mm-hmm. because like like you said your 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 example's great you're like i okay you know you have no problem somebody says get this done you're gonna you know find the direction that means seems to make the most impact uh, let's go uh, but you might there might be some details that, that yeah that, that don't that that you're just not going to focus on because your default is just to to take action and there's nothing nothing wrong with that at all um but knowing that that's your default, right? I mean, that's such a big part of it is take some time to get to know ourselves. Um, 
and it's it's hard because sometimes without uh, consulting with other people, you may not really understand that in certain situations you always do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that's a, a big part of the decision making is is knowing knowing who you are and how how you kind of default to do things. That's mm-hmm. it's it's so tough to do though in uh, in the world in the world of work, right? Where we just end up going back there and and, and honestly like as we produce these podcasts and put them out to folks, I really encourage folks to if if something we put out their lands for them, it may go out and go take action on it. I, I mean that's that's why a lot of this is out there and that'll help you in your decision making. Because uh, that's that's probably uh, something that comes up as a coach, and I think you probably resonate with this: is that um, not making a decision, still making a decision. Mm-hmm. Like it, we we don't see it as that. We're like, oh, I'll I'll, I'll work on that. We'll figure out what we're going to do tomorrow. Like, well, if you just made a decision to to not do that, and that becomes that becomes a, a default for some folks. Is the default is to put things off. Um, in uh, that that's procrastinating it's fear of judgment behind that usually which we've all talked about but that's kind of knowing that these things come up for you if somebody's like you know we need to you know using some of these skills we've talked about you know communication styles and that kind of stuff it's like hey you open for some feedback you know whenever we're faced with this this is what you do but we need to get we really need to get going faster so mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, doing that inventory, right? Of like, what's holding me back? What am I afraid of? And even speaking it out loud, I mean, if it's coach, therapist, counselor, or talking to a room, it can really have power, I think, to name like, oh, man, you know, I am fearful. I'm fearful to make the wrong decision. I'm fearful for my employees who I care for, and I want the company to be successful for them and their well-being, and I don't want to make a mistake. Um, not for my ego even, right? Maybe it is my ego, but there's a lot of things that can be influencing and affecting our, our decision-making process that we may not even, you know, be at the surface. And so certainly digging into some of that, I think can be um, really powerful in helping us frame <clears throat> making a decision or delaying a day, right? What's wisdom yeah. and what's... Um, uh, just procrastinating and, and deciding not to act. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it comes up to me to do as we talk through this is like, um, I, it's funny things come up in your life and they come over and over, but you know, one of the simple coaching questions I use for folks, is, what do you want? Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're stuck, okay, well, what do you want? Um, sometimes asking yourself that question when you're faced with a decision it's like, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Because cause you can just, you know, I'll, okay, maybe at the core, I, I want to be a little less stressed at work. All right, so what can you do right now that takes that off? And, and use that question to help kind of break break the crust of making decisions. Because as soon as you start picking a direction, then, then you can just jump into, you know, just basic project management type stuff. All right, we're going this way. What's task number one? And is there a, a subsequent task or something that's concurrent when we right then you just boom you're kind of just getting to work at that point executing yeah and i think that's a great place for us to get to as as humans once we've got a plan 
right? We've got things lined up. We can just get to work, take a little load off the brain and, and just do work. And you know, so that, that question for me comes out. It's like, if you're going to make a decision, well, what do you want? You know, in a leadership set, setting, like, you know, I want to, I want to hit this target. Okay. How, then boom, how are we going to do it? In a personal type setting, I, I want to finish my degree. I want to lose weight. Okay. All right. You wanted, you said you want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do we, let's get started. Uh, I think that, that question, it seems so simple and such a short little question, but it, it, at the core of our ourselves, it's super powerful because you're like, well, what do I really want? yeah and i think a lot of times we don't know (laughs) well we don't know you're like you know if you want more time on your ps5 or 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 your xbox okay you i want to play my xbox more on the weekends whatever okay well so how's that going to happen i I think that question just drives us into some intentionality has to yeah I, i think a lot of times at least you know what i've struggled with is I think I want something that I really don't like maybe I want something that's really lofty but the amount of work it takes means I don't have a life and it's like well do I really want that you know do I really want a golf membership or something right that costs a ton of money like that I got to work harder for to try to get and so really about you know like my ego wants a golf membership sure right but uh, that's not free so yeah, I, I think even evaluating those things of like, what is really important to me? What do I want? Oh, time with my family. Okay, well, what do I need to do to make that happen? I, you know, obviously that's a personal one because, but there are professional ones as well. So, yeah, and I think another thing that we're touching on um, is this idea of a book written called Designing Your Life, but it's kind of starting with the end state and where where we want things to be and where we want them to wind up and really designing that. So it's kind of like, I think we've been talking about making a decision at, at we'll call it the starting point. Um, the idea of designing your life was kind of an engineering type of process. And I think they even used like the iPhone as an example of like, they started with the end design of like, this is what we want it to do. We don't know how that's going to happen. Right. But then let's, sort of reverse engineer this idea of like what we want to have a phone to do. And it was an original sort of idea, right? I think a car is another example, Henry Ford making a, a automobile where at the time it would be like, Oh, you need more power. Okay. Add another horse, make the wheel a little better, right. To the horse and buggy, but completely innovative ideas. I think start with this end state in mind. So that idea of like, what do you want? But then having that end, it really is kind of starting at the end, right? Of, I, you know, I want to be whatever amount of weight. I want to be lifting this much. I want to be this active. That's starting at the end point. And then, okay, let's get back to today. That's the beauty of coaching is we get to time travel and yeah. work towards it, right? Um, and sometimes I think that perspective can really help with, the decision of today, the strategies, I don't know where to go. It's like, well, where do we want to end up? Um, how would you design that? What's your business look like in that a year from now? You know, and then how do we get there? Yeah, I, that's that's such a, a great point because you're, you look at what you want, but you're like, well, what is it? What What is that? Like, can you define it? Um, because I think that gets into the the world the 
world of neuroscience and stuff is like if, if our brains and i'm trying to think of a term and it's escaping me at the moment but i think it's called cognitive dissonance hmm. um, where you know if you can actually see something in your mind you 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 have much more likelihood of getting to that place than if you if you don't right you you, hmm. you can't even you can't even picture it right um you know, a goal to increase your income or, uh, you know, make your team, let's say it's a, a team related. We like, I, I, I want a team that's just, man, we gel where our communication levels really high. We're just, we're, we're the most productive team in the organization, whatever, you know, if you can paint a picture of what that is, that's that, that, you know, having that end state in mind, um, it, it just, it does help in, in making that decision. Cause you're like, Oh wait, if, if we're going to do that, then you know this has to be in place by that date and we're all we're going to need two more people and how would we train these people and right it, all the all of that project management stuff kind of comes into play but uh, and then and then you're in your mind you just always have a, a a picture of what that is and yeah i think you know a good example is i there's plenty of videos on the guy but connor there's some videos of connor mcgregor like he had a, a vision in his mind of a belt mm. on both shoulders, you mm. know, and, and, and he talks about how that he just, he saw that, like, he just always had this vision of a belt on both shoulders mm. and, uh, and he made it, you know, he did at one point have a belt in two weight classes, you know, but that's, that is the power in helping us make decisions. If we can actually visualize it, it, it becomes a little bit easier and a little bit more motivating to be able to head in, head, maybe even know what direction to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And something else we've touched on that I wanted to circle back to kind of changing the subject, but it's in the same lane here. Um, is that I think the value of we started talking about know thyself, but also knowing your coworkers, knowing your teammates. And that's where, you know, not to make it a commercial, but assessments can really help, uh, whether it's a personality assessment or how do I work with others? I know you've done some certification work on that, but, um, Certainly, we both think there's value in, you know, one, doing them, but then two, using them, making sure you're coming mm -hmm. back to engaging with, with those results. But those can be really helpful, too, in um, knowing how people show up to making strategic decisions. And when there is, you know, a group, whether it's a board or, uh, you know, executive management or middle management, like we all have those kind of nucleuses of folks that can help us make decisions, but having that knowledge also myself, but then also the teammates um, is a really, I think, I think we both see value in that. Oh, oh yeah. And in, in the, uh, in that, that development space, it, it, it is super powerful. And even the more you, when, once you start to really try to learn what the assessment tools provide, it, it really is a lot. It, it's a lot on you you know, the, you've been given an assessment, but the more, the more you, time you spend really know you yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can, it helps to know the other team members defaults as well, mm -hmm. uh, but it's really, you have to know how you have to take accountability for yourself to work with that person and this mm -hmm. person and that person. And, and so it does, it starts with you, but it is knowing, you know, these tools that are out there and, in there's hundreds of them, right? Pick one, make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
but but then then go for it right you're like okay we we decided we're going to do these things but once i get to know my myself better and then all my teammates i mean those are just super big powerful keys and and how we take action and get get the ball rolling but then say when you know that and this episode is kind of on making decisions <clears throat> then <clears throat> excuse me when you're you're to the point, hey, we need to decide here who's really good on this. Who who do we need to bring in? I mean, that's when we're right. at that step of deciding. It's, I mean, there are a few decisions need to be made by one person, but for the most part, I think some collaborations never never a bad idea. Yeah, if I'm a big picture person, I need a detail person. If I'm a detail person, I need a big picture person. But knowing well, who on my team is a good big picture person. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, big and having the vulner—excuse <clears throat> me—the vulnerability uh, to uh, to go. You know what? This I haven't asked of this other teammate of this very often, but I noticed that they're really—you know—they've got this skill, this thing they do because I've started to pay attention more to my teammates. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get some some input from this person. And, yeah, I don't have to know everything. I don't have to do both. Well, right. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, to the point that we even let, let's you know let's decide to bring somebody else in. Uh, that's um, you know acknowledging that as a team we're stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just are. I mean, even if you're a solo athlete out there, you must take professional athletes. They aren't just them. There's a team of. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, 10, 20 people, somebody that's a specific on nutrition and specific on mobility and right. Um, it, it takes a team of people to make one, one really good athlete. Um, yeah. So I think it's just the, the power of team, but, but that's always, as we make decisions, looking at ourselves first and then knowing all the resources that we have and being vulnerable to go out and, and just, ask ask for input mm-hmm. yep yeah. anything else coming up for you as we talk through this jake and no it kind of feels like we've touched on some good pieces yeah. here so i think we had you know knowing ourselves, how we show up just making a decision turning that into action um you know knowing others and how they're uh you know showing up as well um was there anything else we touched on? Yeah, well, I know we just the the kind of Stephen Covey part of it as well, beginning with the end in mind. Right? All right, yes, yeah, thank you. It's uh, I think that's super helpful. I, I, I as decisions go, right, is like, if you don't know where you're going, kind of kind of hard to to pick pick a road. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I think a lot of these tools can really help any one of us and what what we're going to take on in life. Just um just remember and I, I wrote that in my notes here is not deciding is also deciding so mm-hmm. um, it's just usually deciding to stay stuck right where you're at is all that says um so it, it's some good stuff uh we hope you you know I, I i don't have anything else if if you do jake and we'll we'll wrap this one up and uh, as always uh you know share this out to your friends colleagues anybody you think might uh, find some Use out of Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. Uh, just uh, share it out there for us and spread the word. And with that, we'll uh, wrap it up and see you on the next one.